Thank you for tuning in again, sports fans. <laughs> I'm Hooli. And I am the Joe. I'm Mary Beth Smith. I'll be your announcer. This week, we've got plenty of talk about all of the various all-star games happening yet to happen. We've got so many bets about a Super Bowl that is yet to happen. And we've got all of the results from the Winter X Games that not even Sean the Flying Tomato White cares about. I don't know what he cares about anymore. Dollar, dollar bills. He has his own stride gum flavor. Is it tomato flavored? You'd think. That's a seedy gum. moment we've all been waiting for the starting lineup all right let's take a look at those lineups first on deck we've got calvin johnson and his impending retirement yeah uh, this kind of i feel came out of nowhere um adam Schefter saying that uh before the season calvin johnson told the team officials that this would be his last uh apparently coach jim caldwell of the Detroit Lions told Calvin to think it over this offseason, but it appears that, yeah, he might be retiring. He's played his entire career for the Detroit Lions after being picked second overall in the 2007 NFL Draft. He is their number one all-time leading receiver. I mean, after seeing Johnson want to retire and Barry Sanders uh, back in uh, 99, 98-99, uh, the Lions now have a better track record of ending productive NFL careers than staff infections and arrests for domestic violence put together. That's right. Forget Randy Orton. The Lions are the real legend killers. Yeah, uh, usually players want a no-trade clause in their contract when they sign with the team. However, agents, when negotiating with Detroit, usually try to get a must-trade clause in. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, I mean, it's just a bad situation. He's not happy there. The Lions are obviously a terrible team who can't win it all. When asked for a quote, Calvin Johnson said, I'm just sick of losing like this. I may not retire, but I'm just sick of losing like this. In fact, I might go play for the Washington Generals. I do think they have a better win percentage. Uh, the thrower that he's been working with for many years, quarterback Matthew Stafford, uh, has asked incoming GM Bob Quinn that for next season he either be granted a trade to Los Angeles or at least a lobotomy so he can stop feeling this pain. Initially, Detroit did something it doesn't normally do and dodged a bullet by not taking Jamarcus Russell. It's a sad situation for the Ford family and a positive situation for the Johnson family. We'll issue the best of luck, Calvin. To greener pastures. Keeping with football news and people who are going to be out of a job, Robert Griffin III, RG3, is likely going to be cut by the Redskins this offseason when he didn't play at all towards the end of the season or in their playoff appearance. When said where he's going to go next, he replied, I hear Miss Anderson's fifth grade class is looking for an all-time quarterback. I think he'd excel in that position. I don't think he has the grades to get in. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I was going to say, Miss, Miss Anderson's had the class for seven years, so at least he'll have some continuity in the front office. Something that he didn't have in Washington. <laughs> I wonder if they serve potatoes in the cafeteria. <laughs> it's part of a well-balanced diet. Tater Tot Tuesday, y'all. That's what the mascot is for the team. <laughs> he, he's going to be going from the potatoes <laughs> to, to the, the tater, tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Winter X Games concluded in Aspen this last weekend. Uh, among the notable medalists, uh, Saskatchewan native Mark Morris won the gold in men's snowboard slope style. Kelsey Serva in the Coors Light Women's Skier X. Matt Ladley won the gold in Intel Men's Snowboard Superpipe. Fabian Bosch won the gold medal in the GoPro Ski Big Air event. 
and Shilly McSellout, one in the Danny Yogurt Men's Ultra Pipe, brought to you by Milky Way Candy Bar. Milky Way. Sorry, I was eating a Milky Way. <laughs> uh, having been a few days after the event has finished, if you want a piece of the X Game themselves, please visit any Aspen area dispensary or their adjacent pawn shop, as almost all of the medals were left there by the winning athletes. In an attempt to make the medals more accessible and retrievable this year, they actually turned them all into bowls. <laughs> it's not quite as good as the Veil Back Bowl, but at least you can get right on it. <laughs> Switching gears a little bit into baseball news, it looks like Mike Trout's home run robbing catch from last season is going to be made into a baseball card, which begs the question, why are they still making baseball cards? <laughs> Uh, to sell bubblegum, obviously. I mean, this is all big gum. The corporation, the lobbyists, they're behind it all. Sure, that they, at this point, own Wrigley Field. Mm -hmm. I uh, also hear that fruit by the foot is now the official measuring stick of the MLB. <laughs> yep. Uh, whoa, looks like that dinger went at least 50 rolls. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble. But since the steroids era over, we're not going to get over 40 rolls. Woof. The Joe, your boy Johnny Manziel, was recently investigated after an incident with his girlfriend, but he was not arrested because apparently the police were looking for a mustached man in a blonde wig. <laughs> when approached by police, uh, Johnny pointed over his shoulder and he said, yeah, I saw the guy he went that way. And then totally Kaiser sosayed his way down the street. <laughs> Limped his way out of Cleveland, straight into Dallas. In soccer news, the U.S. men's national team uh, has started their international friendlies, and this past weekend they defeated Iceland 3-2. to uh, The USA's Steve Birnbaum connected on the game winner in the 90th minute. Immediately afterward, Birnbaum and Charlie Conway carried coach Gordon Bombay onto the field and said, You'll never beat us, Iceland! And yes, that was a hockey movie reference in regards to a soccer game, but I couldn't think of a joke from the big green. Well, that's too bad because I hear that there's a new prospect in a reverse ladybug situation. Look out for the new men's star, Adam Wambach. <laughs> As the international scene warms up, a lot of these players are taking time away from their MLS team and practices before that season starts in March. Luckily, these absences went mostly unnoticed by the no other people there. <laughs> the Chargers will stay in San Diego, at least for 2016, but they have worked out a deal with the LA Rams where they might share a stadium in the future. But for now, it looks like the Rams and Chargers will just have to share losing records. They should have about six wins to split between the two of them. Jeff Hornacek was officially fired on Monday, which means they're probably going to have to blow up the team. In an interview, Suns GM Ryan McDonough said, we have to blow it up. Regardless of the consequences to the Milky Way, we have to blow up the sun. <laughs> I don't think he understands how things work. That's why he still has Markeith Morris on his team. <laughs> It's a shame about Hornacek. I mean, I think really it was the Morrises that really cut him down. Uh, which One of them threw a towel at him. The other one argued with him on national TV. One of them crept behind his knees on all fours, and the other one pushed him over. I've never seen a pair of twins both have only child syndrome. <laughs> Keeping with basketball and former Phoenix son Shaquille O'Neal recently admitted that LSU paid him pointing out that the statute of limitations is up, and they paid well. Apparently it was a Lexus, a tractor, and a duffel bag full of cash. Huli had to explain that one to me before the show. That is a blue chips reference for anybody who... Yeah, everyone but you got that. I think joke. so. Blue chips? Ugh. <laughs> Keeping oh. with basketball players we all know, big news recently, Blake Griffin fractured his hand when he punched a member of the team's equipment staff. Blake could be out four to six months with the fracture in his hand. Hello, Robo Jackson here. Huli meant to say that Blake Griffin may miss four to six weeks, not months. Easy mistake to make. If you're a meatbag, robots rule. 
Robo Jackson, out. And when he returns, expect the back of his jersey to say, I'm a big dick who punches his friends in Toronto over a girl and not Griffin. I don't know how they're going to get all that on the back of his jersey. It'll be. Gr- I'm going to buy that one. It's going to be a great Christmas Day jersey. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's going to be one of my alternates. Sticking with basketball, the Cleveland Cavaliers have now won five straight games after losing their first under new coach Tyron Liu, uh, including beating the Spurs by 14 on Saturday. When reached for comment on their recent play, the entire roster said collectively, Yeah, they are going down faster than a prostitute on shore leave. Apparently, there was a players-only meeting for the Cavs recently, which begs the question, will they allow their GM, LeBron James, in the meeting? Uh, They asked uh, team owner uh, Dan Gilbert, who uh, wrote back in Comic Sans, whatever Labron wants. (laughs) I can't help but think... Back to last week when I said that uh, new coach Tyron Liu would be good for them, and you said that they wouldn't. So in an effort to move on, um, I baked a little something for you, Huli. Uh, here it is. It is humble pie filled with crow, and I had it inscribed with frosting on the top. I told you so. Let's talk in June. Thank you for the pie, Joe. You're welcome. It's delicious. My imaginary wife cooked this imaginary pie. Big wheels on fellow game sitting crooked, cooking. Three birds for a show, nigga gon' book it. Hey. I'm the Bun James, you a fucking rookie. You brawl want a ticket, I'ma gon' book it, book it, book it, book it, book it. I'ma gon' book it, big, big. Wallace in my pocket. Get me sitting crooked. Looks like it's time for walk ons. We've got a very all-star walk-on segment for you guys today. How about we start it with some NHL talk? MVP. 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 John Scott, formerly of the Phoenix Coyotes, now of the Montreal Canadiens minor league team, was voted NHL All-Star MVP, and it was all thanks to sports retorts with Hooli and the Joe. <laughs> That's real. You're, you're welcome, John. We gave him the sports retorts bump, and it worked. Yep. Uh, we discussed him a few weeks ago being uh, snubbed from the game after being the, the fans' uh, leading vote-getter. The NHL asked him to step down. He said no. They traded him, buried him in the D-League. Eventually they said, you know what, fine. Okay, you can come back. You can play. You'll be a captain. Uh, I mean, he scored two goals in the game, and I, I believe from my understanding that it was the other players that encouraged him to be voted as the MVP so he could get that bonus. Uh, no, that's that's actually real. In that second game against the Central, he had two goals he got in a fight with his former teammate Kane, which means he was just one assist shy of the Gordie Howe hat trick. <laughs> For the uninitiated, the Gordie Howe hat trick is when a player scores a goal, an assist, and gets into a fight, all in one game. Score, assist, and fight? Sounds like my typical weekend. Watch out, Billy Football. Uh, Kane assuredly simply mistook him for a female (laughs) when they were fighting, but I hope he realized halfway through that it was his friend. It was, uh, you know what? (laughs) It was a great format. I love the mini tournament that they had. I thought that the games were great. It was... Hockey does not translate well to TV, and the three-on-three format really kept it as fast as it feels live, which is something that doesn't always translate well. So I really loved it. I thought it was a fantastic twist on what they have been doing, and I hope they continue to do it going forward. There were some other great moments this weekend. NHL is 
always one of my favorite skills competitions. I don't know if you watch them at all, the Joe. No, I didn't. But I they have it. a great uh, speed competition. They have Hardest Shot, which is awesome, which is just a bunch of, like, hoss Canadians just ripping shots as hard as they can. They have a, like, skill shot with everything. Uh, P.K. Sauburn did a great Yamir Yager impression in his uh, goal scoring in the shootout. He wore a hockey wig underneath to look like the mullet, and he did the Yamir Yager salute. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, a kid from Detroit set a record for the fastest rink lap at 13.172 seconds, which there is nothing that I can do in 13.172 seconds, and he is going around a rink. I think the uh, the only thing I can really do is like usually down a cheesy gordita crunch in that time. I love a good cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, no, I can absolutely disappoint a woman in 13.172 <laughs> seconds. I can do that in 10 seconds. I can apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys constantly disappoint me. Aw. Thanks, MV. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's super fun. Like, um, and and kudos to the NHL, despite the the whole John Scott fiasco. But kudos to them for being willing to make changes to the All Star Game to generate more fan interest. And it really did, and it worked. The ratings <laughs> it were totally higher. Totally worked. Like, I don't know if it was like whatever. It was a conspiracy to trade him and then get people talking about it. Whatever. The new format of the three-on-three worked. Letting Scott play worked. It generated some buzz, and maybe it can get him off versus next year. Mm-hmm. And I, I think part of, part of the challenge with All-Star Games, and we're going to talk about uh, both NBA and NFL, uh, may, maybe baseball, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what? Par- what? I fell asleep. <laughs> okay. That took less than 13.1 seconds. <laughs> I'll talk uh, to you in July. <laughs> Yes, you'll talk at us then, and that's when we'll need you the most. Um, uh, I think half of the challenge, uh, especially like looking at the Pro Bowl, is getting these players to have fun, getting these players to want to do this. And it sounds like, you know, letting them do these skills competitions or dress up or, you know, and like in the NBA All-Star Game, you can do props during the dunk contest and stuff like that. Like, you have fun, and watching these guys have fun is fun for the fans. Absolutely it is. It That just makes sense. You don't want to watch people be miserable and dragged into a game that they don't want to compete in. <coughs> Pro Bowl. <coughs> and a Pro Bowl. 76ers. Um, yeah, it's just, it makes a ton of sense. And it worked. And kudos on you. And good work, Gary Bettman. You did it right. Again, Sports Retorts, thanks everybody for backing us on this. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's really... It's really heartening to see what a small podcast can do in the world of sports, you know? Yeah. So, John Scott, if you want to share any of that million dollars that you're splitting or whatever, I guess you could contact us at sportsretorts at gmail.com or whatever you want to do. We'll we'll be in touch with your people. In other All-Star news, the NBA has gone through and chosen all of their all-star contestants via fan vote, which is released a while ago. And then the coaches choices, the fan votes are pretty obvious. Topping it was Kobe Bryant on his farewell tour and his 18th all-star appearance. This is just basically a victory lap for him at this point. Can he run a lap at this point? Uh, Yes, he can run a lap. If you change run with hobble and lap with to the bench. Speaking of to the bench, this is a little off. But recently there weren't enough seats on the bench. (laughs) And Kobe and Larry Nance Jr. were both injured and not playing. And Kobe made Larry sit on the floor. He's pulling that rank. He seriously, and afterwards Lance was like, oh, he earned it. That's a respect thing. He earned that. Also, why don't you have enough seats for your players? I think that's the important question here. I understand Larry Nance uh, Jr.'s position. That's like the angry guy at the office who's just put in his notice. If you and him approach the fridge at the same time and you grab the Coke and he goes, I really wanted that Coke. 
and just stares you down, you're going to give him the Coke and be like, I can't wait until you're out of here, old man. <laughs> Grumpy jerk. I'm not coming to your funeral. Uh, rounding out the rest of the... <laughs> Rounding out the rest of the West is pretty much no surprise. Curry, Durant, Westbrook, Curry, Leonard, the reserves, Chris Ball, Harden, Draymond Green, Boogie Cousins, Unibrow Davis, Clay Thompson, and LaMarcus Aldridge. In the East, the top vote getter is your boy. LeBron. That's right. Followed by Wade, Anthony, Toronto's own Kyle Lowry, Mello. And then the reserves, John Wall, Butler, Draymond Green, Bosch, Damari Rosen, Paul Millsap, and the prophet, first-time All-Star, Isaiah Thomas. I'm so pumped. I'm so happy for you. Do you think at any point they're going to try to separate him from the rest of the players thinking that he was a kid that just wandered on the court? I don't care. That kid can ball. Yeah, he can. Also, what a sweet mustache on that kid. Oh, is that what that was? I thought that he just had some chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, sad young Lurch couldn't make it for his uh, first trip, but hopefully he will for, for future years. No, but there is um, some talk. There's some rumors. None of the dunk contests uh, contestants have been t- uh, sorted out yet, but there's always a seven-footer, and they're saying young Lurch has a chance to make it into the dunk contest. I would love that. Oh, everyone would love that. They'd have to change it from the All-Stars game to the Monstars game. <laughs> Lurch was on the Adams Family, Mary Beth, not the Monsters. Get it right or pay the price. The other people who will probably be in there last year's uh, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, uh, Larry Nance, but he's got that knee injury. Uh, the Greek Freak, um, maybe Kent Bazemore, which begs the question, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> like, honestly, where's your boy? Where's LeBron? Like, beyond Greek Freak and Levine, like, those guys jump through the roof, but, like, where are the people you want to see? It used to be Neek versus Jordan, and now we could get... Zach Levine, who's a sometimes bench player on the Timber Pups, and Will Barton of the Nuggets. I'm assuming he's their equipment manager or something. Uh, I thought that you had stopped talking about the starting five, and we're talking about Maroon Five. (laughs) (laughs) That's that guy's name, right? Zach Levine? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's also on Workaholics, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> he's really talented. Yeah, yeah. He does so many things. No, you're thinking of Zach Devine. <laughs> no, I think that's the same guy. Same guy. I think it's a Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines kind of thing. Yikes. I've got to talk to you after <laughs> this recording off mic. Um, Sasha Fierce and Beyonce are also the same person. I love both of them. <laughs> Wait, what was that last part? <laughs> They're the same. They're the same person. Mm, no. <laughs> Three-point contest, also an event that normally showcases some of the stars. Chef Curry will undoubtedly be trying to regain his title. None of this is official, by the way. Uh, J.J. Redick will also probably be involved. Kawhi Leonard in Toronto for the weekend. Uh, Suns rookie Devin Booker will also likely be involved. And there's also a big push for Toronto's hometown boy, current Boston Celtic, international splash brother Kelly Olenek trying to make it in his way into the three-point contest. Don't give me that look, the Joe. Olenek is shooting 46% from behind the arc this year. Actually, only 43%. Get off it, you homer. NBA also has one of the most exciting games. There's absolutely no defense played. It's exactly what you want to see. It's dunks. It's three-pointers. It's regularly 130 to 9 million, Mm -hmm. and it's just perfect. Absolutely. And I think that the NBA All-Star game and All-Star break is the example that the NFL should follow. Um, (laughs) the, The Pro Bowl... I mean, it it sucks. It's always sucked. 
you put it in Hawaii and players still don't want to go there. A free trip to a, a tropical destination, a chance to have a friendly competition with the others considered to be the best at their position. And Phillip Rivers is like, nah, man, but thanks. You know, NBA All-Star, it's all offense. Like you said, it's it's a million to two million. And that's what people want to see. The, in these All-Star games, they don't want to see a good game. That's what the championships are for. They want to see players showing off. That's real. That's why Popovich is coaching the West, and your boy Lou is going to be coaching the East. They don't want coaching. They want a good game. <laughs> uh, that is quite a contrast between those two gentlemen. Yeah. At the time, Pop will have coached over 1,500 games, and Lou will have coached 11. That's 100 to 1. Yeah. Uh, so you're the saying only- there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The only reason that uh, Steve Kerr is not coaching is because you have to have been coaching at least two weeks previous to the uh, break, and he will not make that. But also, Luke Walton, who went 39-4, and four, also doesn't get to coach in it. Meanwhile, Popovich is like, ugh, again? And it's in Canada? My joints are going to freeze. <laughs> also, his knees are going to lock up. Yeah. Boom. Uh, it's okay. The White Walkers are used to that kind of cold. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, with Popovich going against Lou in the All-Star game, Lou leads the all-time head-to-head series one to nothing. Oh. Think about that. Choke on that, you son of a bitch. Oh, I'm still processing that pie. Uh, going back to the NFL Pro yes, Bowl. Yes, please. Talking about it being like the NBA All-Star game, th- these are some of my suggestions for how to fix it. For the game itself... If you're not going to use these rules for your overtime, then use it for the Pro Bowl. Use college overtime rules for the Pro Bowl game. Mm-hmm. I just want to see offense on defense. Uh, I say, you know, you have three quarterbacks on each from each conference. Let them uh, d- divide the teams into three different starting lineups. Let each of them have the ball twice. That's going to give you 12 possessions. See what happens then. Um, Joe, I'm going to piggyback that and take it a step further. Uh, with offense and defense, often it's the offense that gets to be showcased and the defensive players don't get to do a whole lot. There aren't hits. There aren't sacks. Everyone's kind of cream puffing it. Let's go ahead and take another event that no one watches, the Senior Bowl, and really make it a showcase piece for these NFL players. And I think you know where I'm going. Yes. Have NFL players play against college on offense and defense. Let these NFL players just light up these 22-year-olds. On the other side of the ball. And this year we have seven players declaring for the draft. <laughs> uh, I think that that would be a hell of a thing to watch. And it would be really embarrassing when, like, Johnny Manziel gets schooled by these upcoming seniors. Yeah, it just gets lit up by Bama's defensive line. That's what I'm saying. You put professional offense versus a college defense, and you put a professional defense versus a college offense. And just let them get hammered. Everybody wins except the college students. But the NFL players win. The fans win. Those college students, uh, uh, lifetime doctors win. (laughs) So really, it's going to be a big boost to the economy. Win, win, win. Um, I think that the NFL should have, uh, just like the NBA and the NHL, a skills competition. I want to see. I know that they've, they've done, at least I know in the past, they've done like, field goals and stuff punt pass and kick competition yeah i don't care about two of those three (laughs) but i do want to see like longest throw through a tire or linebacker who can run 10 yards and then hit the hardest right i want to see i want it to be like madden 08 mini games (laughs) i just i just want to see uh coffin corner punting uh, you know, and especially if you can color code the field just like Madden did, I think it'll be perfect. Give me the NFL's version of the dunk contest. I don't care if that's a touchdown celebration or it, it's the, the most impressive way to vault yourself over the goal line or, hell, just let Jimmy Graham and Antonio Gates play one-on-one under the goalpost. I don't care. Right. Give me a horse competition with Jarvis Landry versus Odell Beckham to see who can catch what the craziest. You got to touch one knee and then catch it with your other hand and scream, your mom, while that's, you're doing it. Totally. That's like um, 
uh, off the rafters, off the backboard, hits the second row of the, you know, uh, it's going to be just like that. You know, just give me a reason to care about this game. Wait a minute. You're saying you don't have a reason to care? You're saying now Pro Bowl quarterback Jameis Krabs Legs Winston isn't a reason to care? Yes, he's a Pro Bowler as the eighth quarterback selected when all the other ones were either playing in the Super Bowl injured or just said, nah, fuck that. This year, there are about uh, 1,700 players in the NFL. 9% of them at one point were invited to the Pro Bowl this year. Wow, what an elite honor this is. Thank you so much. The, uh, seriously, these guys do not care. Mm-mm. There was a media day event on an aircraft carrier, and Tyron Smith of the Cowboys actually lost his jersey before the event. Everyone else is wearing their jerseys, and you know, east-west. I'm sorry, it's not even east-west anymore. In an mm-hmm. attempt to pander to the fans, they have a f- fantasy football-style draft. Michael Irvin and uh, who was it this Jerry year? Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, yeah. Which I get they're trying. I guess we can't be that mad at them for trying something. But that's the ch- just the Limburger Brie, just the cheesiest way of trying. Well, you've had these guys who have been out of the league for 15-plus years picking these players. What I would rather see, let the quarterbacks do it drafts out or, or let the players do it i want to see who the players are saying yes i want to be on a team with that guy i don't care who jerry rice wants to see put together i want to see who who Derek carr says damn i would love to throw to this guy let him be on my team because he was also a pro bowl quarterback yeah we're we're getting quarterbacks really in the middle of the I've pack here. I've never heard that name before. <laughs> Derek Carr. All right, let me go through, through Who some others. Who does he even play for? He's on the, the Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson, you've heard of. Eli sure. Manning, you've heard of. Tyrod Taylor. That sounds vaguely familiar. He actually did very well for Buffalo this year. Okay. For a while, he had the highest quarterback rating through a couple of games. Teddy Bridgewater. Sure. All right, yeah. Those are the big names. I mean, not the- in any sort of like elite conversation but i've heard the name before sure i mean these are quarterbacks who are really middle of the pack i mean it's crazy 15 through 20 gives me hope for ryan Tannehill. actually no now that i think about it i'm insulted Tannehill, get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, how did Javis Winston make it over Tannehill, honestly? They're handing out Pro Bowl spots, and you're like, nah. You genuinely just had this realization right now, didn't you? I'm seeing the yeah. emotions wash over your For face. For sure. He's yes. upset. <laughs> huh. Man. All right. Well, maybe we, maybe we can give you a moment to uh, recuperate yourself. No, it's not going to happen. They did have a selfie line where pro bowlers put, we're going to go ahead and throw that one in air quotes, lined up and people walked up and down like it was a wedding reception so they could take selfies with them. And Roger Goodell was standing there with a glass where he was asking for $1 bills from everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. There are absolutely ways to improve the Pro Bowl. I'm not sure that we know of any of them. We touched on a couple, some serious, some not so serious, but like they don't have all stars. They have eh stars. Uh, I mean, even the coaches don't want to be there. Packers coach Mike McCarthy pulled out, citing stomach illness, and sent his assistant coach instead. Yeah, I heard his mom had to write him a note saying, Mike can't make it to the Pro Bowl this year. His tum tum hurts. They, they pinned it to his jacket when they sent him to the, the league offices in New York. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the note was signed, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely was. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It went up against the NHL All-Star game, and I know which one I watched, and it wasn't the most popular sport in America. No, and that's, that's the most infuriating part about it, is that the NFL routinely destroys everything else in ratings. I mean... Uh, this year, the the Hall of Fame game, the the pre preseason game, had higher ratings than the last game of the Stanley Cup Finals. No. Yes. Are you kidding? No. Wow. And for comparison, 
routinely the sport with some of the lowest ratings, the sorry, Mary Beth, the uh, the MLB All-Star Game uh, last year had the lowest ratings it's ever had since they've started tracking it. Those ratings were better than the Pro Bowl this year. That is hilarious. Uh, I mean, as someone who loves baseball and more so than any of these other games and would be more likely to watch that All-Star game, I still didn't turn it on last year. It The only... I mean, as a Braves fan, I'm not going to see the players that I like watching in it, you know? It, yep. For a vast majority of those players are like a Kobe equivalent, you know? They're guys who are getting votes even if they're not the best in their position. Um, they tried to add the home field advantage, uh, uh, you know, caveat to try to get more viewers, but... Yeah, all that did was almost stack the team with Royals, who cared about the outcome so that they could have home field. Right. I mean, let's be honest. The best part about the MLB All-Star Weekend is the home run competition. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd rather watch that, honestly. I, and, I mean, again, <laughs> as a Bryce fan, I'm not going to see someone represented there that I want to watch uh, as a homer. But at the same time, it's, you know, it goes back to that entertaining skill set. It isn't just uh you know manufacturing stakes that i think are really unfair like i think it's absurd that two teams could go into the um world series and one of them have a, an incredibly higher you know record than the other and still not have home field advantage yeah that's bananas. because of an arbitrary game that no one cares about yeah I mean, that's real, and that's where we're at, and that game is still better than what's happening in the NFL. Like, that's But for me, you can't showcase a lot of what you love about the NFL. No one is going to lay anyone out. No one's looking to clean clocks. I mean, Tyler Eifert's now in a walking boot after the Pro Bowl game. And now, right? And it's like, great. Now I got hurt really bad trying to just entertain fans. This wasn't for a championship. There was a little bit of a paycheck, although not if you're not voted an initial pro bowler. If you're a substitute, you don't get the same amount of money. But now he's injured for going to Hawaii and eating lychees and poi all week. It's also, I think, something that you said is really interesting commentary on football as a whole. It's like, if you can't, quantify the reasons that you like to watch a sport in a way that isn't just hard hits yeah (laughs) says something about the sport yeah Yeah. i mean that's that's not all i mean i know to see a deep bomb but like it's certainly oversimplification no but but people watch nascar for the for the crashes it's a bit like that yeah sure there's racing and they're always turning left and ruining fuel but we get how all those are fun Yeah, something needs to change with the Pro Bowl. I don't know what. I don't know how. I don't know if you can, but. Hell, I'd rather watch a couple NFL players just play Madden on a live stream. I would absolutely rather watch a Madden-style tournament amongst people who were chosen to normally be in the Pro Bowl. I would way rather see, like. You could even do that. I would rather see Cam Newton play the Panthers talking trash to anyone. Yeah. Who would have the worst trash talk? I feel like Rus- Russell Wilson. <sighs> of actual pro bowlers or anyone in the NFL? Anyone. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> he came to mind for me, too. Uh, but honestly, <laughs> Stafford would probably just be like two Southern nice guy. Oh, great play. Great play, Ryan. Cheers, man. That was awesome. <laughs> Do you guys remember uh, it was that commercial in the 90s? I can't remember. I don't think it was for Madden. Maybe it was for, like, Blitz or something like that, but it had Peyton Manning in it, and he was on a headset, and he just – his, like, biggest insult was, your defense is offensive. Your defense <laughs> is offensive. <laughs> Uh, oh, seems like that's a decent time to bring up Peyton's, Peyton's recap of the week. 
And while it is between actual playoff games in the Super Bowl, they do have the week. That doesn't mean that Peyton Manning still hasn't been busy. Mm-mm. He's got a double dose of HGH. <laughs> uh, at media day, he was heard quietly saying in a corner, please come and talk to me. Either way, I'm retiring. <laughs> this has been my victory lap. <laughs> Love it. I mean, Peyton's got a lot of competition in the uh, style department for sure. I don't know. We uh, peeped these uh, bad boys before the recording started that Cam Newton wore some... <laughs> Versace? Versace uh, safari pants is what they were described as. Uh, it looks like a gilded zebra. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Peyton's just sitting in the corner going, no one cares about my pants. <laughs> Crawfish shorts, I like your style. <laughs> Especially, I feel like he's also got to be thinking not just about this season, but a couple seasons ago, I mean, his last appearance. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. I'm sure he hopes that this can't be worse than 48. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good work, guys. That was Peyton's Recap of the Week. Which leads us directly into our Super Bowl preview. Woo! All right. Uh, the Joe, we don't have inside information. We don't. Sorry, Shefty. We're not going to allow you on the team. We don't need your inside info. We don't have years of experience that we're pulling from. We don't have advanced sabermetrics that we can. We don't even have um, a dolphin in a tank who's going to pop out a ball that's going to tell us who's going to win. Ryan Tannehill has a tank? He moved in after Snowflake died. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we're a couple of jokesters with a couple of ideas, but uh, real quick, we'll give you some odds. Uh, I mean, what do you think's going to happen to Joe? I think that I think the Panthers are going to pull away to start the game. I think the defense of Denver will clamp down. I think – Peyton will pull out the last bit of magic that he has, get it close, and then I think the Panthers pull away at the end again. All right, Joe, that's actually very odd because they ran a Madden simulation. And last year they ran the Madden simulation, and they had the Patriots beating the Seahawks 28-24, to which is oh. eerily accurate. In the Madden simulation, they had... The Panthers going up 17-0 at halftime. Yep. And then Broncos come back, score 20 straight points, so it's 17-20. to And then it comes down to the last play where Cam makes a leaping dive into the end zone. So you have just sided with John Madden's football simulation. Hey, man, if it's in the game, it's in the game. I'm going the other way. I'm going Jersey's hair in the 80s. This thing's going to be a blowout. Peyton folds again under the pressure. Cam Newton's dabbing and Superman and all over that field, takes home the MVP, goes to Disneyland, and cements himself as the prototypical quarterback of the future and future face of the franchise. I really think that, woof, it's going to be bad. I think regardless of the outcome of the game, the rest of that stuff is going to happen. I mean, Cam, New Cam Newton is it. That's and, a really good point. And this is yep. it for Peyton Manning. If he wins the Super Bowl this year, this Vince Lombardi trophy will basically be his Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the, what it's come to. And if if he wins, it's just going to be like, yes, you did it. Thank you for everything. Goodbye. Hopefully the same thing will happen if Leonardo DiCaprio gets that Oscar for The Revenant. <laughs> uh, no, I still want to see him not get it, never get it. And then the actor who plays him in the biofilm gets it. <laughs> Woof. That would be cold as ice. It'd be like if Cam took over that State Farm spot. 
Dabbing's what I like to do. Oh, that's rough. My other Jersey Superman. (laughs) But uh, there are, my favorite part about the Super Bowl is the bets. And there are always crazy ones. If you guys aren't privy or familiar, they'll bet on anything in Vegas. These are called prop bets. And they'll have them for... Length, everything from length of the national anthem mm-hmm. to the coin toss is always a favorite. Any any good Super Bowl house party will do these two. I've been to a couple where you put a dollar in a bowl, write down your answer on the paper. Yep. It's like like what color sweater is Aaron Andrews going to be wearing, or uh, yep. uh, which way is the wind going to be blowing? It could be anything, and all of all of us miscreants are like, yes, I will put money on this thing that I can't control. Joe. Gambling is illegal for money, so I propose you and I have a couple of bets. No money. No money involved. These are going to be not necessarily gentleman bets, but bets of action, circumstance, and odd objects. Do you agree? I agree. MB, do you have a couple of bets for us that we might be able to do? Oh, I have a plethora. How about... Oh, do you want to set up some stakes before? Oh yeah, I before each one, we'll first. set up some stakes. How's that sound, Joe? All right. Uh, let's bet a ham sandwich on this first one. Okay. Great ham sandwich. It is. Um, I want it on wheat. If I, I want it on dry, idiot. Ugh, gross. Okay. Uh, we've already said it at least once on this recording. Uh, how many times will dab or dabbing be mentioned by the announcers during the broadcast? From kickoff to final whistle, halftime does not count. Over under two. Over two. Uh, I think that Cam's going to score at least that many touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I want to take over, but for the sake of betting, I'm going to go under on that one. All right. All right, the Joe. Uh, on the next podcast, you have to wear a Boston Celtics jersey. And you have to wear a Cleveland Cavaliers jersey. Great. What are we betting on, MB? If Steph Curry is shown on TV during the broadcast, what will he be wearing? A personalized Carolina Steph Curry jersey, no jersey, a Cam Newton jersey, or another Carolina jersey? I'm going to go Cam Newton. Ooh, That's a great question. I'm going to say other Carolina jersey. All right. Uh, It's interesting note. That is five to one odds. The Cam Newton is three to one odds, and the personalized Steph Curry jersey is one to one. Ooh, we both missed the big winner. Wow, yeah. yeah. Well, probable big winner. <laughs> um, for this next one, let's say that um, uh, if we the, the next time that we are uh, out together and we come across a puddle, the loser has to lay his jacket down for the winner to walk across. Oh, 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 man. Uh, I love my Celtics coat. I'll take it. Let's do that. (laughs) It seems like a pertinent uh, question for this bet. Will the Panthers player who scores their first touchdown give the football to a boy or a girl? Ooh. Boy. Girl. What are the odds on that? Uh, Boy is one to two, girls three to two, so it's like... Boy by, I don't know what my what are the like negatives and positive means. Minus two hundred and girl is plus one fifty. It'll probably be a boy. That's what I figured. Yeah. I, like I I know what even you know mm-hmm. is. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's probably just going by like sheer numbers in the crowd. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Future is female, Joe. That's true. (laughs) 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 All right, this next bet is, I don't know if you win or lose this one, but you have to eat six cupcakes. Oh, I want to lose this bet so bad. I've been training for this bet my entire life. Like, in a sitting, you have to, like, crush six cupcakes as quick as possible. Okay. All right, great. 
Oh. And this is the loser has to crush six. Right. Cupcakes. Give me the. I want the one with the longest odds. No, 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 no. You all don't right. get to hear the all odds. Right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, which song will Coldplay play first during the halftime show? Do we have to know Coldplay songs? I can rattle oh, off the oh, ones what's that the are one? listed here. Uh, uh, yeah, g- give me a list. Uh, Adventure of a Lifetime, A Sky Full of Stars, Clocks, Viva La Vida, Fix You, Head Full of Dreams, Speed of Sound, and Paradise. It's which one do they play first? Correct. Because they're going to do a montage and play all of them. Yeah. I don't think it'll be Clocks. I think that's too slow to start off with. I'm going to say Clocks. Give me them cupcakes. <laughs> so Great. I don't s- know any Coldplay songs, and that's the one that I remembered. MB, can I go ahead and get most of that list again? Uh, I, If I were you, I would go with either uh, not listening Viva to you. La Vida or... Uh, I want you to win this, man. Clocks, Head Full of Dreams, Paradise, Speed of Sound, Viva La Vida, Fix You, A Sky Full of Stars, Adventure of a Lifetime. Paradise. That was the longest no! odds. <laughs> <laughs> Clocks is 50 to 2 versus Paradise is 10 to 1. Great. So we'll see. It seems like man. both of you guys are going to lose. So how are we going to measure? I want to see one of you eat those cupcakes. Yeah. I want to set one. the clock with 30 seconds. So man, we'll do it those, then. Eating all those cupcakes would be paradise. We'll do it then. <laughs> <laughs> I expect you to be able to eat them at the speed of sound. <laughs> uh, just, uh, just maybe not first, but whichever one comes up first. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Whichever great, great, great. one is actually played first. Promise me when I go into my sugar coma, you will fix me. <laughs> it's called Livabetes. <laughs> I think you got a head full of dreams if you expect that from me. I'm ne- I don't know what song that is. Other songs sound the same. It's going to be terrible. Uh, speaking of the better part of the halftime show, I've got another bet on deck if you guys want to. Uh... All right. This one is for control over a Facebook post on the other one's Facebook page. You get to post whatever you like, whenever you like for the uh, loser. That seems fair. Great. Love it. What color will Beyonce's footwear be when she comes on stage for the halftime show? Gold. Black. I feel like both of those are great choices. What happens if two. they're black and gold? It says predominant color will be gray to the winner. Great. Okay. So you'll be staring at Beyonce's shoes the entire time she's on stage trying to decide which color is more So will Rex Ryan. I <laughs> oh, man. That's wonderful. How many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell on Super Bowl day? Over under 12 million. <laughs> over. Uh, yeah, I was going to go under anyway because I'm already going under on dabs. Yep. Um. Did we assign a bet for that one? Uh, loser buys winner uh, six pack of chicken wings. Perfect. From Buffalo From Wild B-dubs. Wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh, I I have a fun game. <laughs> if you want to try to guess odds at who wins MVP. <laughs> yeah, um, probably Cam's highest. With the flattest odds, two to one, three to one. Uh, they're they're weird odds, but that's two to one's pretty close. Cool. They're somewhere between uh two to one and one to one actually. Good cool. odds. They're five to seven. Um, probably next is Peyton. I mean, usually it's a quarterback. I'll say, uh, Luke Keekley is next. Probably, uh, Thomas Davis. Ooh. Demarius Thomas. Mm. Not, he's way down. Oh. John Beeson. Nope. Beeson plays for the New York football giants now and no longer the Carolina Football Panthers. Papa John. <laughs> yes, that was the next person. <laughs> <laughs> and the ratio is 1 to 3.14 cuz it's pizza, pizza pie. pie. <laughs> uh All right, I have a few that um, that Joe gave me mm-hmm. um, that aren't on the actual well some of them may be on the actual list I don't know um, 
So do we, there are six of these. Do you want to set like some sort of group bet for this these six? Like whoever wins more, and we'll just count that as a unit. Sure. Great. But this, so I want this should be like the big one, right? Yeah. All right. Um, Huli, let me talk to you like off mic for a sec. I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. I'm let's come do off that. Mic. Yeah. How about uh, the loser buys the winner? Uh, I don't smoke anymore. All right, if, if I if I win, will you buy me a gram? I I'll buy you a gram, um, and then if I win, I'll give you a beer that costs about as much as a gram does to buy me. That seems that's a twenty dollar beer. Yeah. All right, twenty dollars a beer. All right, Mary Beth, we're back. We uh, we figured something out um, that we don't need to put out on the air, but we, we figured out a gentleman's agreement. We, we absolutely have a gentleman's agreement. It's all about respect. It's all about healthy choices. All right, let's run through these. Uh, first to break, Cam into dance or Peyton's spinal column? Oh, God. Uh, that spinal column has only been weakened by surgery. I'm going with that. Well, I guess for the sake of argument, I'll go Cam break it into dance. <laughs> First parent mentioned Demarius Thomas's mom or Cecil Newton. It's his dad. He's the one Cam who like, tried dad? to get I knew that. Trying to get Auburn to like pay for him. Yeah. He did get him to pay for him. It was two hundred and fifty K. It was a Lexus, a tractor, and a bag full of cash. <laughs> oh, I love blue chips. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go DT's mom. She's yeah. the big, she's the hot story right now. I'll go Cecil. He's got a great smile too. Now that I think about it, he does. Number of times the Rams are mentioned over under five and a half. Um, I'll say over. I think they're gonna push the LA agenda. I'm gonna go under. No one cares about the Rams. <laughs> That's fair. Number of times. The Patriots are mentioned over under 25 and a half. <laughs> over, for sure. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll take under for the sake of argument. And we could tell who wrote these. Number of times the Browns are mentioned over under a half. <laughs> <sighs> mm, I'm going to go over. That's a bold choice. I'm going to go under for sure. And closing it out with essentially the uh, game prediction, the number of times the Panthers will hoist the Lombardi trophy over under one half. <laughs> I think we might, maybe both of us want to say over on this one. We do want to say over. Can we do that? And then For sure. There's five of them. It'll so. give it a nod. Yeah. There you go. So there's our prediction. They're going to raise it. More than one half time. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that worst fish album, they're going to hoist it for sure. Uh, how can you tell what's the worst? <laughs> When it's all just noodles. It's like going into an olive garden and being like, give me your best dish, chef. That's why they have the never-ending pasta bowl. Because noodles are dope. Is absolutely the never-ending pasta bowl of bands. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You got so many different styles. You got the funk of the marinara, the smooth, cheesy grooves of the Alfredo, and of course... Who likes mushroom masala? Everyone on mushrooms at a fish show. Thank you. I will take that compliment. Give me a little bit of scampi to change it up. <laughs> oh, uh, God. All right. Well, we're going to let Huli continue talking about pastas just like uh, Bubba talked about shrimp over the break. <laughs> but uh, stick with us. We got one last segment coming up for you, and that's going to be some... Stanky garbage time. Stanky, stanky, stanky like Trey Anastasio's drug rug. Off. 
definitely shorts. I like your style. Boy, this thing's a blowout, but let's sit down for some garbage time. I want to know. Steve Harwell, lead singer of Smash Mouth, wants to know, what are you an all-star at? Uh, eating cupcakes. I mean, really any baked goods. Cookies, regular cakes, pies, cannolis, whoopie pies, scones, muffins, muffin tops, muffin bottoms. <laughs> this is this is my pasta, is baked goods. I'm an all-star at being completely hairless. <laughs> Glabrous is the term we use at the meetings. That's uh, a word that I've never heard before, so thank you for sharing that. And I want to say that you're not just an all-star. Like, I think you have Hall of Fame potential, dude. It's me and Charlie Villanueva <laughs> next year's class. <laughs> that bald motherfucker. Uh, I mean, if that all-star game is anything like the NFL one, fucking... Robin Williams would have been in it. <laughs> this week, Duke ended an eight-year streak at the top 25. Not last week. Hooli. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Last time, I promise. I just wanted to mention that I scolded Hooli last week for saying that the Duke Blue Devils had dropped out of the top 25 when they only fell to 24. Guess you got this one right. Humans, one. Robots, the rest, forever. What eight-year streak do you have intact? I've lived in Chicago for eight years. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Um, I've made at least uh, one eating decision that I've regretted <laughs> probably every day for the last eight years. <laughs> <laughs> that's caused you to keep up another eight-year streak of never taking less than 15 minutes to take a shit. <laughs> no, I, I'm i also an all-star at taking shits. <laughs> I, <laughs> The way I look at shitting is the way that Chicago looks at voting. Uh, shit early, shit often. <laughs> and pay to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, former number one overall pick Greg Oden was cut by the Jengzu Dragons. Portland chose Oden over Kevin Durant. What's the worst mistake you have ever made? <laughs> uh, eating a Chipotle burrito before a car ride to Michigan on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Yankee fan at one point in life. Oh, really? Yeah, right? You have... One of the most eclectic groups of teams that you root for. It's really interesting. I've seen more baseball games in old Yankee Stadium than I have any other stadium. I can understand that then. Well, it's good to know that even the worst among us can change. Uh, exactly. Who will have the best Super Bowl commercial and what will it be? Coke is going to have the best one for a Star Wars tie-in where Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, will smash a Pepsi factory. I feel like usually the best commercials are the ones that I don't even know what it's for. So I'm going to go with, like, um, I don't know, Pentium? <laughs> you don't know what a Pentium is? <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's just going to be, like, a commercial of, like, people connecting together, uh, young, old, minority, majority, rural, urban, Pentium. We're talking about, like, a, an Apple 84 kind of thing? Yeah, yes. yeah. Whichever commercial has the sledgehammer, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Kim Newton taking over that uh, State Farm slot. <laughs> With the U.S. in full election mode, what current sports stars would fill out your presidential and vice presidential ticket? Um, GM LeBron James for being able to take action without with being able to pull the strings from behind the scenes. Ugh. The Donald Trump of choices. Uh, I'm going to go Ivy League grad Richard Sherman as my presidential ticket. 
and running with him will be oh they have to be 35 at least <laughs> doesn't matter doesn't matter still going Richard Sherman and you know what I'm going my boy favorite current Celtic RJ Hunter um, I'm gonna go for uh, director of the NSA Bill Belichick <laughs> he's gonna have everything bugged before you know it well, we'll see what the Iowa caucus thinks of those candidates. And we'll see what happens at the Super Bowl this weekend. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to bring back to the table next week. We will. Ham sandwiches and cupcakes. I can't wait. Hope you guys all had enough time to buy your vote for Belichick shirts during the break. Doesn't matter if you did or didn't. He registered your vote in his name. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Julian the Joe. Hell yeah, we gotta have a Twitter handle now. Uh, we're on iTunes, so you can look for us on iTunes. Uh, rate share do whatever we're on facebook like us there we'll catch you in the streets oh we got our street team out there doing that real shiz we'll see you on sunday night buying six wings from a buffalo wild wings twenty dollars worth of beer (laughs) and my very first celtics jersey so it should be fun next week yeah it should (laughs) uh thanks for tuning in and uh have a great week Oh, maybe he can show up to the uh, to the arena in his uh, Dragula. Uh, that'd be great. That means that uh, Alfred cousin it Peyton could play. He's got a weird haircut. You can probably cut that. <laughs> That's also <laughs> isn't cousin it. Uh, it's the Adams family. Yeah. You can definitely cut that. <laughs> <laughs> but Lurch is Munsters, right? Uh, or is that Adam's oh, family shit. too? No, Lurch is Adam's family. Oh shit! Yeah, Lurch is Adam's family. Oh shit! Can we keep the one stars? I still think it works either way, yeah. but it's up to you. Yeah, no, we're good. All right. <laughs>